Hello everyone and welcome to the first episode of The Last Man in Lagos. My name is Toby Olagoshin and I want to tell you thank you for tuning in. And today's guest is going to be my friend Dawn Taylor. Hey Dawn, you want to say hi? Hi everybody. So basically I want to talk about how I got here and why I decided to start this podcast. For the longest time I've been thinking about doing a podcast for maybe about two years. I had spoken with friends and gotten ideas from different people but I never did anything. My excuse was mainly focused on the fact that I had school, so like I couldn't really focus on that on the podcast, and I was just like, you know, do school. But you know, I recently graduated, but I started giving myself um, more excuses, saying like I had to like you know get ready to start working and get a professional career. But I decided to try press record and see what would come of this. If people start to listen, then maybe I'm doing something good. If not, you know, then I I would have tried. So thank you for listening. We will have a short ad now, and then we'll begin the episode. I've always felt like you know I could do something like this, and that just really brings us to like you know what the topic of this episode is. It's PDLIF. It means please don't live in fear. And like I have this artist, um, Bonnie Vera, that I like. He's really dope. Um, if you don't know him, you should listen to him. And like you know, I found this song on this Apple Music playlist, like I think last year or something. And for me, you know, it was really helpful, cause I was always trying to find peace of mind, cause I was still in like I recently just graduated, I was still in school and everything, and I was you know trying to um, juggle school, making sure I graduate well and finish up, but I was kind of scared and everything. So like I found and I find his music really helpful and everything. So anyways. You know, the songs please don't live in fear. I was able to reflect on it, right? And really think back to what the message is really, what the message is within that song. About just like, you know, being yourself and not being like diluted. And that's why I was like, you know what? I've always wanted to, you know, do a podcast, you know, just drop something where I can just hear myself talking with the dope lo-fi music in the background. And I, you know what? I'll just, let me just do it. We'll see if it, if it, if it get, get, gets paced. We'll see what can happen with it. And I'm not going to let my, you know, my fear because, you know, at the same time, I feel like people won't even want to listen to me. Not necessarily because my opinion sucks or whatever, but, you know, just because of self-doubt. But the only way you find out is if you put an episode out and see what happens. What do you think about that, Dawn? Um, yeah, I think always just biting the bullet and trying the things you always talk about is usually usually a better bet and you realize it's easier than you thought it was mm-hmm. you're just thinking about it for like months and months and weeks and weeks because for me i've had this in like the back of my mind for like let's say a year at least yeah. but i was always giving myself a reason as to oh yeah i shouldn't do it, i shouldn't do it, i shouldn't do it and i was always coming back to the point like oh yeah you know what is the outward perception of me and everything you know because i think like i have in my head an idea of what people think of me and the thing for me is that, okay, I have to match that, you know, expectation, right? Mm-hmm. And then if I come with something different, I might not necessarily match that, you know, that notion of who Toby is. Then, you know, that shakes my world because I'm not really good with change too much. But, you know, you know, you live and you learn and everything. So that's why I feel like, you know, you got to take a leap. Mm-hmm. Is there anything, like, you know, that you've ever had to encounter, you know, in terms of, like, fear? I'm like scared of anything or doing anything. It's more 
just like not knowing what's next. Well, no one can predict the future. I wish I could for sure. What's the thing with like? Cause I worry about that. Cause I feel like I'm the kind of person that gets overwhelmed and I stress about things that are yet to come. And because of the matter of I'm, I'm always thinking about all oh, I need to do. But because you can't control the future, right? You just find yourself going back into that mental cycle and everything. That try to definitely break out of that by just letting myself know that like, you know what there are things that you can do and things that you can do. Focus on things that you can do, and when you're done with that, you know, just take a break and just relax and leave the rest to God. That's the way I focus on it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, one thing that I feel like people can use and take from this podcast overall will just be, you know, a sense of really, how do you say, really, when people relate to someone. That's the word. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? So that's that's what I'm trying to say. Like, I feel like people can be able to relate to this kind of emotions and stuff, right? And it can, you know, help people, like, you know, to figure stuff out as they go along. Because I think one thing, because fear for me, right, if you have, like, the, the people that you're afraid of, disappointing on the people that you're afraid of, you know, letting down, it will be, like, people like your friends. It will be, like, people like your loved ones, you know, your parents and stuff. And definitely, now, you know, everybody's definitely thinking about, oh, what are these people going to think about me? when I'm doing something different. Well, in a sense now, that makes you now become afraid of, maybe not, you're not afraid of them, but you're afraid of that thought of that outcome when they don't necessarily accept you. And then you start to live in this space of fear, in this space of, you know, you can't necessarily be who you want to be. And that stuff is not comfortable 100%, right? No. It's a thing where you have to just literally just make up your mind. Yeah. That's hard though. It's easier said than done. I feel like you I've, I because my friends don't even feel like that I'm coming up 100% I feel like me me personally I'm not 100% like always communicating my parents about all my emotions about how I feel and it's a thing that it becomes like an after the fact conversation and I'll tell them like oh yeah at this point I was feeling like this which kind of is my way of compensating but not that's not the right way but they've been trying to tell me recently like you Toby you know when anything's happening you just come up and tell us bro it's better that we deal with it together Versus we have to react after the, after the fact. Maybe we can do better, you know, as a unit. So you know, so you know, it makes sense for people to reach out and stuff. All right, so we're gonna have a eye break real quick, and then we'll be right back. So we're still on the topic of living in fear, but like on a different perspective now. But more like, you know, in terms of like relationships and how people might have fear maybe prior to being in a relationship with someone else or even within the relationship itself. So what do you have, you know, what do you have any thoughts on that right now? Do you mean fear in relationships? Yeah, like with guys and girls or like, you know, same-sex relationships too. Mm. I feel like um, it just depends. It's all like dependent on yourself and your insecurities so for some people i know a lot of it's like some girls struggle with like how they look or their weight or whatever or just physical appearance even like men too it's not really like one sex over the other so everybody's always really conscious of how they look or not thinking that anybody so will think they like, look good enough or oh, they're so not they attractive so they put themselves out there right yeah so they'll be really shy or when they get into relationships they settle mm-hmm. And then once they settle, they accept, like, 
Whatever like is. whatever the partner is like not not doing anything extraordinary might mistreat them but they're still with them because they're like well at least he likes me because you know I'm not that cute um, which is like internalized insecurity obviously you're not like verbalizing this in your head all the time but that's kind of what the pattern of behavior is uh-huh. I know for a lot of people or just like general insecurity it doesn't even have to be about your appearance mm-hmm. I agree with that definitely and another thing that just to fall back on right there is like in like a relationship right you deal with two people and sometimes people might have like different backgrounds or different like you know scenarios upbringings you know different like social classes and stuff and because of that like there might be a gap in the terms of like even though you might like each other and you're like definitely cool but because you fear that oh i'm coming from this other world and they're coming from that that other world like we live different lives we can't mesh we can't make it work right and then people miss out on, like, you know, fantastic opportunities to meet other people because of that fear. Mm-hmm. And we can go on and on, really, to just talk about all the ways that fear really, really, like, impacts people. It really holds you back and stops you from, like, accomplishing dreams, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, the overall thing is that, you know, there's something that you want, but there's something inside you, that little, like, well, I say, that red devil on your shoulder that's telling you, nah, you can't have that. Mm-hmm. you're not good enough to do that or something else will go wrong if you do that and you know it's, it's easier said than done like we mentioned earlier to be able to just say you know what i'm not gonna listen to that that, that part that little voice and just do you know my my, my dream my wish but there's so many obstacles that hold people down because if it was so easy everybody would be doing what they wanted to but like i feel like the first step is really just saying i think this exists I think is there's a, there's a part of me that wants to accomplish something, but other things are preventing me from making it happen. Mm-hmm. And then you now can have the question of, if I do make this thing happen, if I do accomplish this dream, I risk you know my relationship with the people I care about. And then then I feel like the most the biggest thing that comes out of it is like, okay, are you willing to accept your happiness? Or are you willing to like you know go for your happiness with the risk of losing these people or keep these people? Somewhat be unhappy. Yeah. What would you do? Uh, happiness. You go for your happiness, right? Yeah. I feel like if people love you, here's the thing, right? I, th- I feel like everybody comes around eventually. Because mm-hmm. I think, I mean, it's easier said than done. I'm not really exactly living, that, course, living this don't know. Don't right know. now. We don't know. But um, I think following your happiness only can lead. Some more success because that means if it makes you happy you're truly going to be passionate about it mm-hmm. and you're truly going to be disciplined and you're going to have you feel all you're going to live with intention yeah. do everything to complete this goal eventually mm-hmm. and i think often people not accepting what our actions or whatever is because they think it's going to lead to something bad right or they have ifs about it and once you Prove them wrong and say, hey, this is making me more money. It's making me happy. I'm successful. I'm stable. Right. They have to, like, say, oh, yeah, you're right. Other things, even if, like, you take away the money aspect of it, and you look at it just down to the fact that the person is doing the thing that makes them feel good, they can go to sleep knowing that, okay, there's some positivity that they're taking out of the day, and they look forward to tomorrow. Mm -hmm. That kind of life, right, is awesome. Because then you can look back. Because here's the thing, right? It's always that argument of, like, you know, passion versus, you know, following the bookmark way to make money or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, say we bring it back to most important things in your relationships and you chose, you know, the thing that would make you happy. 
it will not be a thing that you look back and be like, damn, I made the right decision. And it was such an amazing journey with this person. I had such, you know, I'm so happy that I did this. Yeah. Because the worst thing, me, I felt it, everybody has felt it at some point, is like, you know, you miss an opportunity and you now start saying, what if? Yeah. And if you not end up in another op- scenario or another situation where you're even unhappier, you now continue to say, what if? It now just becomes a thing where your life just becomes, you know, I won't say like downhill, but like you know, if you, you might have difficulty putting things back on track, and that's why. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe you'll just be unhappy. Maybe I mean, be unhappy, to right? other people, you'll be fine. You'll just be successful. Some people can mask that, right? And you'll just have your nice, you know, little life. life. But in your head, you're like, wow. this is trash. This is what I it hate. Been this like. after having all this stuff, mm-hmm. I still want more. You know, I I I couldn't you know satisfy that desire. Mm-hmm. Because you're kind of like, if I could make something I didn't care about happen, why couldn't I do the thing that I really wanted right. to happen? Oof. So it's kind of just like, and I feel like a lot of people don't realize that that, that till they're older. Like, how many times do we talk to our parents and they try to teach us lessons, but the core of that lesson is because I saw somebody do this or I did this and mm-hmm. it didn't work out well. Mm-hmm. So. Well, basically, guys, take from this something, right? You know, if it's something that makes you happy, something that makes you I'm positive, something that can really take you out of a dark position. You know, try like strive for it. And even if you think where there are people around you that are 100% like are down, communicate with them. Try to figure out a way to talk to them. Because I'm always, I'm a big proponent of like communication, right? Even if it's a thing where people end up being upset with you, as long as you communicate, you guys have a clear ground and you understand what's going on versus not knowing. Because if you understand what's going on, you can figure out, oh, can I fix the relationship? And if not, maybe you can move on and find happiness with that thing that matters to you. Mm-hmm. I think that's like a pretty good conclusion with the whole thing, right? Obviously, it's easier said that done, but like, people gotta do their best. Yeah. So, I wanna do the first sign out for the podcast. So, basically, guys, you know, do your best not to fall for fear. Uh, I wanna thank you guys for staying here and listening to this, listening to both of us talk and express our views on like not living in fear. So, you know, wherever you listen or listening in on this, you know, definitely have put your questions, you know, give us suggestions, communicate, let us know what you think about the podcast. You know, this is just something that I've always wanted to do and I'm trying out and I want to see where I can take this. I want to put my best and my all into this. So definitely like, you know, give me feedback. I'd appreciate it. All right. We just want to say thank you. Thanks, guys. All right. Have a good rest of your day. Goodbye.